Welcome to Drop the Bags, Bitch, the podcast, where we talk about healing from traumatic marriages and divorces. I'm your host, Melinda Gerdung, certified life coach, domestic violence survivor, and the divorce coach for women who want to get over their ex and live their best life. Hey, my friends. So today I want to talk about communicating with toxic people or communicating with narcissists or people with narcissistic tendencies, whatever you want to call it. I want to talk a little bit today about how they communicate versus how you communicate and how to communicate with them in a way that doesn't cause more harm to you. Because while I always think that the best course of action is to cut out really toxic people from your life there are some instances where that's just not an option right you might have to co-parent with someone who is extremely difficult to get along with or it might be a family member and you don't want to cut off that person because that's your family but at the same time communicating with them is such a challenge so i want to talk a little bit today about how to communicate with someone who is toxic for you. And toxic people, they do not communicate to be understood like how most people do. They communicate to get you to behave a certain way. And the difficulty that many people run into is that they try to communicate with them like how they would communicate with your average human. Right? They use themselves as a reference point and just assume that other people communicate in the same way. And this doesn't work well because any information that you give the toxic person is just going to be used as ammunition against you, right? Because they aren't communicating to work things out or to come to an understanding. Their objective in communication is usually to get someone to behave a certain way to feel a certain way it's all about manipulation and control and my ex-husband he used to do this all the time he would come out of nowhere and do or say something that that i didn't like that he knew that i didn't like that i had told him a hundred times before bothered me and one of his favorite ways of doing that was calling me yucky names so he would start calling me names and then i would get upset and react like i always did and my reaction was usually to tell him to stop and to be angry and express to him that i was angry because i told him so many times that i didn't like that and then i'd try to leave the room or whatever and not be around him And then he would go on to be mean to me and do little spiteful things like shove me out of the way when he wanted to get by for the rest of the day and and say that I deserved it because I wasn't nice to him. And it was a total mindfuck because he was eliciting a reaction from me that he knew would happen so that he could blame me for the way that he would then go on to treat me. It was like he wanted to be able to blame me for the way that he would treat me so he needed to get a, a rise or a reaction out of me so he could then use that as ammunition against me. 
And sometimes he would just do it for his own entertainment. Like he would, he would do something to me that he knew I didn't like so that I would get upset and I would ask him why he did that when he knew it bothered me. And he, was, he would just say, it's because it's funny when you're angry. Like it was just an entertainment for him. Like he got bored and he, so he wanted to fuck with me a little bit. Another example where this happened is I was working on learning a new skill. So I was trying to learn SQL. And so I was doing like this online course um, and online practice. And I was doing it after after work usually so in the evening and so I was up it was about like 9 p.m one night and I was doing it and I was you know really into it enjoying it having a good time um and I got I was taking a little quiz on it because I just completed a section and I scored really well and so I was like I told him I was like oh I I scored really high on that and he scoffs and goes big deal like he was totally unsupportive and kind of mean about it and I was like really taken aback and like I told him I was like I was really proud of that and you just like shat all over it and he was like well I just wanted you to go to bed like he was trying to get ready for bed and he wanted me to go to bed and stop practicing the sequel so he was mean about it so that I would stop. <laughs> and that just goes to show, like, it wasn't about anything except trying to get me to do a certain thing. Like, that was everything to him, is what can he say to get what he wants? And sometimes it was about getting you not, getting me not to do something for whatever reason. I can remember wanting to get an IUD placed and for some reason he was like really against that. And I have my own theories why, but I'll never I'll never know for sure. But anyway, he was incredibly against that and he began threatening me as soon as I expressed the desire to get one. He threatened me that he would tell my parents which I found amusing because that's what he came up with to try to threaten me with. I was like, oh, that is hilarious because that does not scare me at all. But it was very transparent to me that, oh, he's just trying to to get me to not do something. Like he's pulling, saying whatever he can think of to try to manipulate me. And it took me years to figure out that what he said wasn't necessarily true or even how he actually felt. Like everything he said was literally just a means to an end. It was always designed to make someone feel or act a certain way. It was all about manipulation. But once I did realize that, it changed everything for me. Because then I could see through him and I stopped giving him what he wanted. He stopped having control and power over me because I was no longer reacting to him. I stopped being his puppet. And ultimately that's what toxic people 
see other people as is just puppets, just toys to play with and means to ends. And I'm sharing this with you because I see so many women get stuck in this trap where they are attempting to communicate with someone who isn't communicating with them. Because just because words are coming out of someone's mouth doesn't mean that they are communicating. And all it is doing is feeding the toxic person, right? The toxic person gets a power trip out of getting a response out of you. When you react to something they say or do, it's a win for them. They get off on that. And if there's someone in your life where in nearly every interaction with them, you end up feeling overly emotional or out of control, this is probably happening to you. And the way you break out of this is you have to stop feeding them. You have to stop reacting. And I know that that can be hard because they are going to hit you where it hurts. They are going to do that on purpose because they have been learning you. And this is what my ex-husband did is he learned me. He learned me so well. He learned what my triggers were. He learned what bothers me. He learned where my insecurities were, everything. He learned all of that about me. And he learned it for the purpose of using it to get me to do what he wanted. He used it as ammunition against me. The reaction is what they're after. But I found it so helpful to just keep it in my mind that everything that was coming out of his mouth was a lie and was designed to manipulate me. And that made me feel a little cold and angry inside, so I put a mask on my face. Not a literal one, I made my face expressionless whenever I dealt with him, and I kept my tone of voice flat, and I didn't react to anything. I stuck to strict facts. I didn't argue anything, I didn't say very much, I just kept reminding myself that it was all a show that everything he was doing and saying was as fake as something that's on TV. And he was just trying to play a sick game with me, and I was just not going to play. And when we were going through our divorce, he tried many different tactics to try to make me change my mind about it. He tried anger, and he tried threats, and he tried a sob story about his childhood and sobbing. He tried apologies and promises to be different. He even tried telling me that he wouldn't be able to keep his new puppy that he got after I left if I wasn't in his life because he had to travel all the time for work. And I have a soft spot for dogs, and I think this was like a Hail Mary approach after nothing else was working to get me to give in. It all just became more and more obvious how much everything was just manipulation to him because I was getting whiplash from his tactic changes to go from angry and threatening one day to sobbing and apologetic. The next was just absurd. Like it could flop between the two, even in one conversation. It was just crazy pants. And a toxic person will do this with everyone, but probably in different ways. So my ex had a different persona depending on who he was around and what he wanted from them. But the root of it is always the same. Everything he did or said was designed to elicit a certain response from people. 
this is how you can have someone who is so abusive to you behind closed doors but like everyone else thinks they're so great because they're putting on that persona and saying and doing the things that they think will make people like them or think that they're so great and it's all just an act it's a form of manipulation and manipulating people into believing thinking feeling acting certain ways and my ex and he did this very successfully in my own family he would go with me to my grandma's house and he was always so helpful with her and he would do all kinds of things for her he would do yard work all the things and he was pleasant and personable he played their card games that they liked to play he made jokes he made food like all the things and my grandma adored him like she just really liked him i think she liked him more than she liked me for reals like she adored him she thought he was so great and the thing is that when he wasn't around her the only thing he wanted was for her to put him in the will like that was his entire motivation all the nice things he did all the showing up it was only because he wanted something from her he didn't actually give a shit about her he literally just wanted her money and like i knew this because he would say it to me when we weren't there and i never did have the heart to tell her the truth like i've just let her keep believing that all of that was genuine because i just never have had the heart to tell her like all of that was fake and he would do that with people at his job so he was always very well liked at work and he would get a lot of promotions but when he would go to work he would pretend to be someone he wasn't like he would whatever the people there were he would pretend to be like that so he would pretend to be to vote differently than he really did because the other people did he would just be whatever he thought they needed him to be in order to be liked and in order to get ahead like everything was designed to get someone to believe or do something it was he was never he was never himself he was never honest he was never upfront nothing that you ever saw or heard from him in public was ever true it was all an act everything with him was fake everything was always calculated as a way to get something from someone whether it was money or a reaction and i think that when you are dealing with someone like that it is important not to take anything they say seriously or personally and that everything they say is worth nothing you can trust nothing that they say is true and instead you must remain vigilant and always be asking yourself what reaction are they trying to get from you and you have to keep your eyes open to what is really going on so that you don't continue to react 
and give them the fuel that they are after. So when you're dealing with someone like that, keep it as a mantra that you're that you recite to yourself over and over again that nothing they say is true everything is designed to get a reaction out of me i'm not going to react and you just keep that cycling through your head so that you don't react and don't give them what they're after because the more they get that reaction from you the more they're going to to keep doing it if they can't get a reaction out of you they're going to get very frustrated. Like at first, when they're used to getting a reaction out of you and you stop giving them one, they might escalate or get more extreme. But when they see that they can't get one out of you, if you stay strong and don't react, as soon as they see that they can't get a reaction out of you, they lose interest in you pretty quickly. Like they can't take it anymore. It makes them feel out of control. And so they'll probably start they'll probably start avoiding you on their own because if they can't control you, there's no, there's no point to the interaction to them. They only interact for control. So if they can't control someone, they don't have a point to interact with them. And if this resonated with you, like if someone popped into your head while I've been talking about these, I would invite you to see and think about how what they've said or what they've done has been designed to get a certain response out of you and see if you can see what response they wanted and if you know why. The more you can train yourself to think that way around that person, the less the less you're going to feel the need to react. Like once you truly realize that everything they say is is nothing it's literally just manipulation like it becomes a lot easier to just let it pass instead of giving in to the reaction so until next time my friends be well and stay strong hey my friends if you're ready to get serious about your healing i have a video of exactly how to recover from a toxic relationship you can download it at melindagerdongcoaching.com slash subscribe. See you soon.